When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DPHRO and Rothenberg. Have you ever heard of Patina? Bob is calling from Patina. Patina is a nice little town in Italy. Wait, you're in Italy right now? now We're from the Malfi. No, I'm actually in a place in New Jersey that we named our piece of land in New Jersey. This is potentially exciting, or maybe somebody ruined it for everybody. Jared in Bangkok. Jared, are you really calling from Bangkok? No, that's what I call my house. You see, Rick? (laughs) You see? And everybody's going to start doing this. You think it's so clever and so funny. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Uh, Danny, can, I, can I say one thing, oh, though? God, let me put Danny it back just, in the hole. Go ahead, yeah. On 98.7 ESPN. All right, this is going to be a big 9 o'clock hour. DiPietro Rothenberg with you. This portion of the show, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. You cannot call and give us a location you're not in or make up a name of a place. You can't do it. You call and you tell us either the city or the state that you're calling from. Is that understood? Rick, you have that? I got it. I also have so, I also have this, too, if you're interested. What do you got? Okay, you know how earlier in the show we were speculating about uh, RJ played the Patrick Mahomes sound from the parade? Yes. And we were like, could it be? I mean, could it be that he heard Bart? I have confirmation. That what? His wife actually tweeted Brittany? out a screenshot of Bart. How do you know this? Because I'm seeing it. I'm looking at it. Because Lonnie, I don't know if he retweeted or he liked it, but from Brittany Mahomes, picture of Bart, screenshot, Bart Scott, Chiefs will miss the playoffs this season. Really? Yep. So that Bart Scott analysis preseason really fueled the Chiefs, huh? It fueled Patrick Mahomes. Well, you know it fueled Kelsey. So, yes. Interesting. The whole idea that... uh, that players aren't paying attention, not listening to everything, and don't have bulletin board material is crazy. The power, hour, 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 hour. And of course, Barton Hahn can be heard noon to three every weekday right here on 98.7 ESPN. I want to get back to the Knicks. I want to quickly play Boone from yesterday. What does Volpe have to do to make this team? I don't know. I mean, I don't know specifically how to answer that. Like, if I feel like or he looks like the best option or like he's ready to go do this, you know, we wouldn't be adverse to doing that. But I don't think there's he's got to do this, this and that. It's, you know, you kind of watch and it'll show itself. Yeah, it kind of feels like you'll, you'll know if you have that from him this spring training. Well, you got to give him a real chance. Well, you can't have him on the team and not play him. Right, but you have to give him a real like there has to be a real shot. Like it can't be like everyone says that. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's if he goes out and performs, there's a chance he could make the team. You got to have like a, a real shot. Well, he's got to have a real shot, and if he were to make it, he's got to play. Yeah, I, I would rather him go to AAA and play every single day than sparingly play on the Yankees' big right. club. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean that goes without saying. You know, you're not going to all of a sudden now 
stunt his growth or his development by just sitting him on the bench because you want to you know want to make him make the team. He better he be he, play. He better be great, by the way. Well, listen, if he it, it has to, they put so much pressure on him. But I mean, I got to imagine, like, I mean, highly as highly touted as he is, like, I mean, he's gonna. Have, Shouldn't he be able to give IKF a run for his money? This you would think so. I mean, here's the spring? thing, and I, I don't want to disparage IKF, and I do want to get to the Knicks, and we will in like 90 seconds or less. Is that IKF is underwhelming? IKF defensively was not what you thought he would be at shortstop. IKF offensively is just he has literally zero pop in his bat. He's he's fine. If you can't, I mean, if you're Anthony Volpe, you would figure that you should be able to be fine right now. No. Yeah, well, like if it's not him, then Oswald Peraza. One of the two. You would think so. You would think so. That's but one of the most frustrating things about Brian Cashman, though, for me. Is what? It's just how he, like, we hear about all these different, like, yeah, last year it was Castillo, or whoever, though, you name the player. Brian Reynolds now. And these teams all want, I mean, these are good players. These teams want your best prospects. And Cashman will say no, and you end up with Frankie Montas, and that whole thing fails because you don't want to give up these guys. At a certain point, Yankees fans are going to want to see them. Yes. They're going to want to see one of two things. Make the trade with them to bring in the elite guy, or or I want to see the guy. Or give him a real shot, because we keep like, oh, we can't trade Esteban Florial. He's our one of our better pros. Then you see him come up and play, and you're like... And you're so underwhelmed. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, and I think a lot of teams do this, though. They overvalue their own guys. Yeah, but the time is coming, though, for Yankees fans, where it's like, okay, either we're going to see these guys play, and they're going to help us win a championship... Or find other players that we can trade them for to help us win a championship. Yes, and I think people want immediate gratification, and they want to see their team make a run now. And Cashman looks at it and says, "And you know this matters to him. I want, I want to be able to be good with guys that I've drafted. That that is very important to me. But if Volpe, if Peraza, if Cabrera, if all these guys, if they don't turn into what they've been touting them to be, you got egg on your face if you're the Yankees. Yeah, but at a certain point, though, Dave. Like, I mean, you got good players around you. We talked about this with the Mets. Right, like you got a team that's got good players. You're a team that should make the playoffs. You got a good rotation. You got a good bullpen. You got freaking Aaron Judge. Like it, it's a good time now. IKF is underwhelming. Like give give Peraza a real chance. Yes. Okay, you're the you're the shortstop now. Run with it. That's what you would like to see. Like if you're a Yankees fan and I said to you, you want to see IKF or you want to see Volpe at shortstop. If it's close, unless you feel like you can do damage to the kid. Like, you're going to throw him out there. He can't handle it. It'll be overwhelming. It's going to, you know, irreparably damage him for the future. Why would you not give him the job as the starting shortstop? No, right. But you've heard, like, I mean, there's so much, there is so much like, pressure on this kid now, and he's so highly touted, and everyone has, so like, these incredible expectations of the kids. If that's how the Yankees feel about him, I'm sure it's the same way the Astros felt about Jeremy Pena. Like, at a certain point, yeah, all the minor league stuff is great, and he can dominate in you know, single A and double A and triple A. But you're not going to really know until he gets to this level. The Mets are going to have to do the same thing at some point. It has a chance. The Mets are going to have to do that with Beatty. The Mets are going to have to do that with Vientos. The Mets are going to have to Alvarez. do that with Alvarez. They're going to have to. At some point, you have to rip the Band-Aid off and say, you're going to sink or swim. And we believe in you, and you're the guy, and go get it done. And if you go 0 for 36, you're still the guy. And if you go 18 for 36, you're still the guy. Like, no matter what happens, you're the guy. Go run with it. All right, let, let's get over to the Knicks. 1-800-919-3776. We started the show. We've been all around... Back to the Knicks now. That And I can't speak highly enough because when they're bad and they implode, I destroy them. And rightfully so. I can't speak highly enough of how they closed, I guess I'll say for lack of a better term, the first half of the season heading into the All-Star break. What a sensational win that was last night. I mean, Brunson was great and Hart was great and Randall started out great and just Hartenstein played really well. What a sensational victory for the Knicks last night. 
Obi hitting threes. Yeah. yeah, dude. I said in the open, it was an adult win. It was a mature I like that big phrase. boy win. Can I borrow that phrase? Ah, uh, for your next basketball game, yeah. No, just just like when when it, like if I want to say it, because because it used to be you'd say that was like that was a man sized win. You can't really say that anymore because it's just it's inappropriate. Yeah, because look at the size of RJ. He's a man, but right, but not not in every way. But like to to say that's an adult win. That's that's what it was. It's like you put your big boy pants out there and you you stepped onto the court and you beat a team and you embarrassed them. That's an adult victory last night, dude. That's an easy game to just show up. I mean, knowing how much time you're going to have off. You know, a couple guys getting ready for the All-Star festivities, right? Grimes going, Sims going, Randall playing in the game. Oh, you saw how Atlanta showed up in that game. They didn't. Exactly right. But the Knicks veteran guys, man, Julius Randall, right out, right from the start, said, nah, not tonight, big game. You know, chance now with Brooklyn paying Miami. We could put ourselves up in the sixth spot. He gets 12 points in the first quarter. Knicks 37 points. In the first quarter, didn't like how the first quarter ended, but whatever. Thirty-seven twenty-one. Oh, what plus they, they, they scored rebounds. and then they inbounded it and oh, stole it and God. scored again. Yeah, yeah, it was not great. And the start of the third quarter was was left a lot to be desired. But I mean, it's forty-eight minutes of NBA basketball. You're going to have moments where you're not elite, right? Right. But every time, every time that, especially in that third quarter, it's when Atlanta was like, okay, maybe we can make a run here. Nick said no. Because, again, I mean, when when a team shows up the way that Atlanta showed up, you can't let them have, like, give them, a, give them hope that they can just find a way to just, you know, flip that switch and steal a win from you. Right. And they can score. And that's the thing. Like, that, that tw- I think it got up to a 24. That 24-point lead never, it never got, and this is what I love. Because how many times, I think who had that 20, I think the Bulls might have had a 24-point lead on the Pacers last night. And the Pacers came back to win that game. Like, 24-point leads, those are big leads, but they can be blown. And to have a 24-point lead, and it never got below 12, I think, was the number, that's a hell of a job by the Knicks in this game. It's a hell of a job. It's a hell of a job. You want to hear from Tom Thibodeau? He deserves it. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, He kind of evaluates where this team is heading into the All-Star break. Well, I think we've steadily improved, but we know there's a long way to go, and the challenge will become greater after the break. So we can't feel too good about ourselves, get get our, our rest, recovery to the guys who are going to go uh, and participate in All-Star Weekend. We're you know very happy for them, for our organization, and we want them to enjoy it. But we also know when we come back, we have to be ready to go. We have to keep building. And if we keep the focus in the right place, good things are going to happen. So you think and you expect, can I say this, the Knicks to be a top six team or no? I do. You expect that? I expect that. So you expect them to be into the actual body of the NBA postseason? Yes. That'd be a great thing. I think last night says a lot about this team. I do. There's a big win last night. Leadership, about the coaching. What, I really what, do. What team of these three, now they're all brutal matchups, but what team of the three would you say you think they have the best chance against? Boston? No. Milwaukee? No. Philadelphia. Philly. Not even close? Uh, no. Okay. Have you watched Milwaukee lately? Yeah, they don't lose. And now yeah. Middleton's back and healthy. Scary. Yeah, both teams are scary. East went from not being very good to being and Joel very Embiid good. And Joel scary. But that's why, I mean, that's why if you're the Knicks, and, and I know Tom, Thibode, you know Tom Thibodeau was thinking about this, the guy should be thinking about this. Like, if we want to really have a chance to win, because it's, it's easy to say, uh, we Get like our chances. Get up to that five spot. Yeah, we like our chances against everyone. Yeah, good, but I mean... Let's let's be realistic here for a second. Well, you're three games in the lost column behind the Nets and four games in the lost column behind Cleveland. So you do have some work to do to catch those teams. Right. And now you got 22 games and it's going to be a sprint. You're not going to catch teams off. Like, uh, teams aren't going to have off nights now because everyone's trying to jockey around for playoff positioning. So you got to get all these teams' best shots. You get Miami three times 
which is which is nice. Right. You got Brooklyn once more. I I get I get I'm telling you what I get amped up for these games against Brooklyn. I really do. I. I I do as well. I used to like. I used to dislike. I don't like Kyrie. I think it's very hard to root for. And Kevin Durant, I think, it, it quietly is difficult as well. I kind of like this Brooklyn team. I though. don't. I, I don't. I see what you're saying. Like I like Bridges. Like I like some of the guy. I, I can't stand Ben Simmons now. Well, he's the one. Drives me crazy. How, how about how about you want a hot take? I was thinking about this yesterday. How about this? For this is a very hot take. Spicy, I like it. Uh, you can write it down on your sheet, and then if it, okay. you know what happens, if it if it comes to fruition, then the sheet is lost. But if, lost. It, but if but if I'm wrong, now it's like I you have here nine eleven on uh, February sixteenth, as you said this. It's two different notebooks, though. That's the one notebook I keep that I think I think the take's going to be wrong, so I keep that one safe. All right, put the put this one in the we don't know. That's why it's here. a hot. That's why it's a hot take. What year are we in? We're in twenty twenty three. This is 2023. When That's we start confirmed, in, big if true. Not not next season. So next season would be what 23, 24. When we start the 24, 25 season. 24, 25. Ben Simmons will no longer be in the NBA. 2024. 20, <laughs> why? Why are you laughing? I mean, you're, la- you're laughing at me. Ben Simmons out of the NBA. Out of the NBA. Wow. I think he's playing in like Europe or or back to Australia or somewhere. Why would you even keep playing? I, I mean, I don't think he enjoys playing basketball. If you, wanna, if you don't enjoy playing in the NBA, why would you want to play anywhere else? Money's guaranteed, right? Yeah, but money I, is guaranteed. He's a different kind of guy, though. He's already got the money. He hates it. No, he loves everything, but he loves everything. He does above. not enjoy basketball. Well, right, but he enjoys all the other things that come come along with being a professional basketball player. Um, let's go to a couple calls, and then we have stuff you missed. RJ is feverishly working that was on a it. Scalding hot take. That was a good take. Guy out of the league. I think he's going to – I mean, I, I I don't know that I ever remember a guy that it looks more disinterested and doesn't work on his game more than Ben Simmons. Yeah, I'll tell you what Ben Simmons needs. He needs to call up Bart. Say, hey, Bart, go and get up and say something nasty. But what what, what motivates the guy? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if I don't know that that would even work. No, I'm joking. Of course it wouldn't work. I think he's unmotivatable, if that's the word. I don't think it is. Like Bart could say would, the most disparaging thing about him. I don't think it'll have. Any yeah, I don't think it matters. I wonder if Jacques Vaughn really even wants to play him at this point. Uh, no, you know he does not. Do you hear Jacques Vaughn? Did you hear what he said I the did, other yeah. day? It's like, how do you play? Well, I mean, we got to figure out a way. They can't. That's a tough spot. He's gone from being kind of a, an offensive, I don't know, liability to he's unplayable offensively. It's not great. I've never. I said the other day. I've never seen a guy get the ball, get it. Three quarters of the court down, you know, all the way down toward the other team's basket, and just want no part of, of going wanna, anywhere near the basket. Can I tell you what my favorite thing now is, though? Is that watching him trying to, once he does exactly what you're talking about and gets rid of the ball, and then he Set starts. Set the screen? No, he sets the screen, but then he starts pointing to all the people like he's the one that's running the play. He's like, no, you over here. You, that's it. Like he's running the whole, like he's the, like the floor general. You know what Jordan Renaud would call him? The conductor. He would be the conductor, is what he would be. I'm the conductor. Let's go to Anthony in the mail truck. Hi, Anthony. Good morning, buddy. Hello, David. Hello, Hello. Rick. Hello, Anthony. Big, big shout-out to the company. Look at you. So, uh, I, um, so to get on this, first of all, do you guys remember who, uh, I, I don't know who said it, but when they were talking about Ben Simmons, they were actually saying that if he got a jump shot, he would be the next LeBron James. There was conversations like that, yeah. It was when, it was when he was in Philly. Um, I think that I think Steve that said that. Awful take. 
I think Stephen A. Not a great take. But, I mean, think of how different his game would be if he could shoot the basketball. Because everything he's able to do is pretty pretty unique, right? I agree. He, he can guard anyone, the one through five. But on to the Knicks. I, I, I am falling more and more in love with this team, and I don't know if it's going to bite me in the end, but, you know, this Josh, this Josh Hart trade, um, I feel, is uh, very underrated. And I think, you know, the, the other night he scored 27. That was the most he scored all season. I think he got 20 points one more game before that. Um, and I just feel like this, this team is gelling when it matters. And, you know, the defense, you know, they're, they're running up and down the floor, you know, and, and I feel like they can play with anyone in the East except for those three teams that you just said. And I feel like I agree with you, Rick. Uh, they have a shot um, against Philly. Uh, you know, it's, it's crazy to say. But uh, I wanted to hear you guys' take on that. And thanks for taking the call, fellas. How great would that be? Thanks for the call, Anthony. How great would it be to beat Philadelphia in the postseason? Oh. It would be, I mean, it would be the best. I can't stand Philadelphia. The worst. And by the way, we'll get to RJ in, in seconds. The man broke into a firehouse and just, I mean. And, and urinated all over them. Stole $126. The how, how, about, how about the fact that it's like, they're talking about Philly and they've lost three championships in the last like 100 days. I'm like, what? Championships at the three? Then you think Eagles, obviously, they, they just lost. And uh, and the Phillies, obviously, they lost. And then it's like, and the Philadelphia Union. Now listen. I'm not saying don't I'm, you don't you disparage. I mean, stop it, stop it, st- st- really. We're, we are not including the MLS in 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 championships. We're not. We're not. Dave speaks for himself. That's, so uh, that's I, I'm fine with that. I'm Dave sorry. We're not. Himself. I'm not. I'm not trying to diminish the MLS. I think that people really enjoy it. It does not go down as one of those popular sports. Nobody cares in comparison to the other teams. Stop it. Yeah, but you're gonna you're, get I mean, what you deserve. Yeah, but you're overlooking the fact that people in that city care. Nobody cares. Oh. No, no, nobody cares. Would you guys like to distance yourself from these comments? As distance well, it all you want. You know I'm right. When, 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 who won? NYCFC won here. I went to the parade. First of all, you're lying. <laughs> and and second of all, I saw him on a float. He's it's, not lying. It's, it's great. It's I'm thrilled they won. When you look at New York champion, well, why won't we talk about New York championships? Do we not talk it, about the NYCFC title? It, it was kind of embarrassing that they hung the banner at Yankee Stadium and it was like the sorry, it was like a cardboard cutout. No, I mean, listen, let's just be bad. fair. In the grand scheme of things, soccer is way down. So don't give me this. They've lost three championships in the last hundred days. It's garbage, is what it is. It counts. It does not count. It counts for crap. All right, for the ones who get it done. Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your, your people even safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop right on by. RJ, go. Now, see ya! Touchdown! Rebound score! The shit you missed. Oh, here we go. Artemi Panarin. Nice game yesterday, huh, Dave? Every game is nice for the Rangers now. Well, he scored a pair. The Rangers win their sixth in a row. They beat the... Canucks. That's right, 6-4. <laughs> I'll never get old. High-scoring game, too. It's my favorite. I went to bed. It was 4-3 Rangers. Of course you went to bed. God forbid you stay up and root on your team. Did you stay up and watch the game? That's not my team. So if the Islanders play a 10 o'clock uh, Puck drop, you're going to stay up the duration of it. I was up. I watched it. I'm you're working the, it. To do the whole uh, the Devils game tonight. He still gets because you're it. working that. Still kind of waiting for e- Igor to find that, that next gear, no? Yes. He's not been as good this year as he That's was last year. That's a lot year. to ask, though, guys. 
But Rick, you would agree with that. He has he has not been as good this year as he was he last year. He, he's playing great seasons. He's playing really well, but he set a, a ridiculous bar for himself. Right. He did. Well, can they win it all if he's not close to what he was last year? Probably not. That's kind of the bar, no? Um, not all on him. Yeah, but hey, let's be honest, though. I mean, that that team last year, the amount of stress they put on him, a lot. That's unfair. It is unfair. Yeah, you're winning high, higher scoring games this year. Yet he was awesome. And I, I still stand by it, Rick, that I think when you get back to the postseason, I don't know that he gets to that level again. I think he'll be good enough that you can win the Cup. Plus, yeah. I, I think he hadn't played since like almost half a week prior to the All-Star game. So it's been a while for him. Yeah, dude, but he hasn't, he hasn't been as great as he was last year. Yeah, but I mean, he was. Yeah. Dude, at one point, he he went, he went was it looked like he was poised to have the highest save percentage, save percentage think, yeah. in the history of the sport. True. Good point. Uh, Jacob DeGrom, you touched on it earlier, held out of the Texas Rangers first spring training workout with tightness. Color me shocked. Reminder, five-year, $185 million deal over the winter. A man who wants to sign a deal, I don't know, three times at large, Shohei Otani. But not if Mike Trout has anything uh, Mike Trout's got to mind his business. Yeah. I'm going to do as much as I can to you know, try to commit some stay. So, you know, he's got to really sit down and think about it. Uh, it's a big decision for him, probably the biggest one of his life. It's, it's a difficult decision because it's for, for him if he does stay or if he does, I don't even like saying it, if he leaves. But, you know, it's going to be different for him. But new atmosphere, new, new, new people, new teammates. But like I said, I'm going to do whatever I can to keep him here. You worry about the weather. We'll worry about Otani. Did I see something the other day? I, I don't know if it was real or not. I didn't actually research it. But like the Angels, is it home? RJ, do you see that thing on on uh, Twitter, or Instagram? Like the Angels home run leaders. I gotta look it up. Yeah, this was a great point. Did you see a thing? Great. I don't know if it's I, true. Is like sure the Angels that, I'm home sure run leaders. Great to I feel bad. Usually, Rick and I with these random kind of offshoots are are in lockstep. I did not see you, this. Nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. You just wasted like 40 seconds of his uh, sim. You know who I see Otani playing for next year? The Mets. Canucks. Mm. That was too easy. Uh, Sterling Shepard had his contract voided yesterday. Now free agent, can sign with any team. This was expected. Uh, the Giants are taking a $4.3 million dead cap hit to part ways with Shepard, who tours ACL Week 3, hopefully ready to go for camp. The Kelsey brothers had the reaction we were all waiting for on the New Heights podcast after the Super Bowl. This is Jason to start. The moment I saw Mom is when I got really emotional because, man, it was so awesome. It was... All right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was awesome for, you know, she was on top of the world for, for a week. She was the heavyweight champ, man. She was on top of it, and she shined the whole time, man. That was that was the coolest part. Mom, you absolutely killed it. Dad, you've been killing it. It was just so cool, man, to see uh, you know her get to celebrate in that with us. Yeah, I'm with you, brother. It was an awesome moment. I gotta tell you, I, I think I need to work that podcast into my rotation. I, I'm all it's a I'm good a bit, podcast. I'm a bit overwhelmed with podcasts. I, I think I consume too many, but that was a very real reaction. Yeah, it's a it's a very nice story because I'm sure there are people that will make fun of them. But, I mean, to be able to impress your parents and have them on center stage, it's got to be quite a feeling for I those guys. I also think they handled it well. They it did seemed, handle it well. It seemed genuine. Yeah, it seems like there's a real like a real fondness for their parents. I, I, they're very likable guys. I agree. Uh, At least Travis is. <laughs> Joel and B, I, th- I think the way they got uh, Jason to come back last year, I think Nick Sirianni sent him a keg of beer one day. I think that, was, that factored in. Uh, Joel Embiid said he 
hasn't been totally healthy for about a month, may sit out the All-Star Game festivities. And the newly minted number one team in the world of men's college hoops, Alabama. Done. Well, yeah, they lost. Yep. To number 10, Tennessee. Uh, well, not an upset, though. They were no. underdog in the game. Uh, Alabama, the last Power 5 men's team to lose a conference game this year. You know who didn't lose? Fordham. That's right. They beat St. Bonaventure 78-63. The Rams are 21-5 and this season in the Ramily. They're going dancing, right? Uh, nah, uh, we'll they, see. They could. It, it's a possibility. Yeah, we'll see. They have a tough game, I think, this weekend at VCU. You win that game, you're making some noise. Well, you know who they need to come out against against uh, VCU? Come join the Ramily. Oh, you want Michael down in... Uh, in Richmond? They need the Ramley. I don't think I think he's going to take the trip to Richmond. Probably not. Uh, Tiger Woods played and walked 16 holes, his first uh, public round of golf at the Genesis Pro-Am yesterday since uh, missing the cut last year at St. Andrews. Nice group today. Tiger will play with Justin Thomas and Rory in the first uh, couple of rounds of the Genesis, which begins today. And Rory, by the way, interesting you were talking about Ben Simmons. Rory says the PGA needs to treat their remaining stars like NBA stars. I don't know exactly what that means, but they need to build around uh, their stars the way the NBA builds around theirs. Take as much time as you need. Load management. Oh, you see what the, I mean? You see what the live does for all those guys? Yes, a lot. It pays Crazy. Them a lot. Uh, and finally, owners of uh, PSG and Chelsea met uh, two days ago in Paris to discuss the possible transfer of Neymar. Oh, really? And that's How about it. That? I wonder if Andrew will sing about that. I'm sure he will. And imagine if Mbappe got moved. Oh. <laughs> Can we yeah. hear a little bit of that, Raymond? The Andrew? He doesn't have it just right off, right, ready to go. How could you not, though? The big clubs hover, stars all look to depart. <laughs> the big clubs so, hover, so stars, stars look to depart. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Weather outside is a hot, hot, hot. I feel like this is very exciting. I'm kind of disappointed we haven't had no snow. Why? I like it. I, I don't understand it's this. One tack. nice snow. No, and I don't. I don't think we're going to either. Doesn't feel like it now. I don't. I don't think we're going to. I, I actually think we're going to make it through unscathed. I just said something about seeing the kids outside. You know, 
I get that. Couldn't you couldn't you take them to some snow over the winter though at some point? I took them skiing. All right, so they got to see some snow. Yeah, they loved it. Did I ever tell you this? I don't know if I told you this at the time. So we're at this place, right? This uh, this beautiful ski resort in Vermont. Whippy do. And <laughs> when you when you walk out of the hotel, they have like this. It's like this beautiful setup. They got you know some some restaurants and and whatever. But in the middle of it, they have a uh, a skating rink where the kids can skate. So after dinner one night, we said they want to go skate. So we take them out to skate. Kids are skating like this. Kids out there, they're skating too fast, getting crazy, whatever. And I was like, oh, I was all nervous. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, some, she, I think she was probably 14 years old, goes down, twists her leg, and clearly, clearly broke her leg. Oh, okay? no. Yeah. So you would imagine broke leg. Someone would call an ambulance. They would come. Rather than do that, and she fell hard, the people from the hotel come out, and rather than do that, bring out a blanket and two pillows and have and put cones <laughs> <laughs> Cones around like a her. traffic accident where people end up skating around her. Yeah, but the, and, and nothing stopped. Everyone just kept skating. Oh my god! But and nobody, like, oh, you, no, no, like you didn't go and check on her and see what you could do, like help her everyone, up. And, everyone went and checked on her, and they figured like the the thought was okay. There's going to be an ambulance coming. Instead, they got her a blanket and two pillows, and then just put cones around. So her. did she just lie down and and, and rest? Like what and ha- rested. Until what, the, like the ambulance showed up? Until eventually, this was probably for a good 20 minutes. So they left her on the freezing cold ice, yeah. lying down with pillows? <laughs> yes. What kind of people are these? I, I was in shock. I'm still in shock. Still in shock. Where do you vacation? That's the, I don't know. I mean, that I don't know, actually. That's not very nice. Wild. Let's go to some of these calls. We asked for calls. We got calls. James in the truck. Good morning, James. You're on 9870 ESPN. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. I'm actually... Um, Driving to uh, Clifton Park, New York. How about that? So it does exist. Good for you. See, they laughed at me when I, I said Clifton a, Park. Uh, I just had a comment for Rick and then a Jets question. Uh, Rick, up? I was actually one of the um, Santas in the uh, famous Santa Ball. You and my friends were in that. Were you fighting? Did you get after um, them? You know, we just kind of went around the guy. Nobody really hit him. What, what's what's this? Is this like a hockey thing? Wait, the Santa? No, cons? it's it's the it's the big At time the, uh, famous they hockey. Dress up with Santas and go on the ice. Santa brawl. Oh no! And there was a famous Santa brawl. Hey, you don't remember that? No. Google it. It was a bunch of. So what was it? Ten dollars tickets? Was that or did you get to go in free? Oh no! They gave us tickets for free if you dressed up as Santa. Yeah, so everybody dressed up as Santa, and then you guys were all they banged up, and then the you building. fought on the ice. Great. No, no, two they a just father, gave us all tickets, a father and, we and son pulled off their Santa jackets that had Rangers jerseys on, and the oh, rest of the Santas nice. attacked, attacked them. Heels. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm reading it right we now. We were able to go up to the twenty to the years ago, and just get the tickets and flip them. Twenty years ago, yeah, this is exactly yeah, right. These, they dressed up as 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 Santas, and then they were Rangers fans. Um, but on the Jets, I just had a quick question. I'll hang up. Um, since we doubled down on the coach, you know, we got. The Hackett for Rodgers and then the um, the other coach for Carr. I doubt it's a real thing, but I was just wondering, could the Jets theoretically sign Carr right now and then if Rodgers decides he wants to come to the Jets, turn around and trade Carr? And I'll hang up and listen. No. Thanks, guys. You're not, you're not going to do that. No. And I'm, listen, I mean, I'm, depending on how – how sought after Derek Carr is, uh, I'm sure there would be something in the – Whatever contract and, and you, you can't, you can't. Okay, do you understand what happens now? First of all, it's an awful look. If you sign Carr and then it's trade, not happen. Yeah, no, of course it's not going to happen. But firstly, he would not have a no trade there, right? Which you think he might have a no trade. Secondly, 
Do you understand how you look to the rest of the league if you sign Carr and then get Rodgers and then trade Carr? You'd, you'd be ostracized. Uh, it wouldn't be a good look for a trying to get look. You know, free agents moving forward. No, they're this one. They're going to wait it out. What do you think Carr decides? Uh, it depends on where he wants to go. Did you I, see, guess the Jets, I, I guess the Jets checked in. Yeah, I think the only two teams to have checked in were the Saints and the Jets, right? Well, that would—I mean—that would consider that wanted to know what the trade compensation would be. Yeah, I don't. I, and I guess the Saints were the only one that agreed to it, so he went and met with them. And now you've heard Carolina's interested. There'll be a bunch of teams interested. You want you, You're big, I know you are big fan of Jason Fitz on the network. Oh, the fiddler, uh, Huge the fan. fiddler. Yes, he uh, he has a take on the Jets and what they should do at quarterback. Here, here is Jason oh, Fitz. Can't wait for this. If the New York Jets don't send a private plane. Full from top to bottom with unlimited cash straight to Derek Carr and say, come join us right now and be our quarterback. They will be making the biggest mistake of the offseason. That might be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Well, you understand what team he roots for, right? I, I understand that. And you understand, understand what team couldn't get rid quickly enough of Derek Carr, right? Is the Raiders, yeah. Is, is the Raiders. And when they played Jared Stidham, he looked every bit as good as Derek Carr, didn't he? I think the only listen. Derek Carr's a good quarterback, man. I mean, he's put together some good seasons. He's always available. I, I my concern with with all those people that think that Aaron Rodgers is going to come to New York and be affected by the the criticism of the media, he'll hear all of it and he'll respond to a lot of it, but it does not affect how he performs on the field. Reading the stories coming out of Vegas, that a lot of the disconnect was how how hard Josh McDaniels was on Derek Carr. That concerns me. I think the fact the guy has struggled against good teams, has been bad in bad weather. I think the New York media could be a real problem. I just there's too many red flags that would make me very very concerned about Derek Carr. And I again, struggled against good teams is up is probably an understatement. What would you say he was twelve and forty four? Twelve and forty four against playoff teams. And that's that's bad, is what that is. And two and ten when the. Uh... Temperature is 40 degrees or colder. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's too many red flags there. I still think the right play is waiting for Aaron Rodgers. And I saw, did you see this Peter King, I guess was on Rich Eisen, and said, if I'm the Jets, my first is, is Rodgers is who I want, and my second checklist thing, I'm going after Lamar Jackson. I'm making a real play. He's, he seems to think that Lamar Jackson can really be had. Oh, we've talked about this for how many how many weeks and months? Weeks, months, yeah. Yeah. Of course, that, I mean exactly, but I mean, but then the other thing though too is, just like Green Bay doesn't want to trade Aaron Rodgers into the NFC, does does Baltimore want to trade Lamar Jackson to the AFC? Uh, they might not ideally want to do that, but if you get three ones, yeah, but you don't think Atlanta would give up three ones? I'm sure, I'm sure they would. Well, you, you got to do. You, you can't wind up with Ryan Tannehill if you're the Jets. You just can't. No, you can't. I mean, that would be. Like, you'll have people that if we ended up with Jimmy Garoppolo would be disappointed. No, I think Garoppolo, you're fine. I think Tannehill, you're disappointed. Like, like real real disappointed. Really disappointed. Like, I, I would just run it back with Mike White. Yeah, I don't see that happening, though. I mean, yeah, Tannehill's injury prone. Tannehill just missed extended time this past season. Yeah, but I don't think, I mean, from all the things that the ownership said and that the head coach said, I mean, it's, it's going to be a veteran established quarterback. Do you understand, like, the differences with the Jets here? If you, if you wind up with Aaron Rodgers... You will count down the hours till the season starts. If you end up with Ryan Tannehill, you will be despondent as we move towards the I season. I may take the whole show on a darkness retreat. I'm not going on a darkness retreat. You will go. You can't force well, me into a you. darkness retreat. You can't I force can... me to a darkness retreat. 
I could kidnap you so easily. No, I don't. I think I'm unkidnappable. RJ, how easily could we kidnap you? You could not Seriously. get me. I would fight right. off. I come in. I show up with that big venti tea that you make love to. Have something sprinkled in. You'd be out like a light before you know. You wake up in some. You're gonna poison me. All, all you'd have to do is take away a parking spot for him. Right, some deserted <laughs> island. Yeah, I don't think you even do that. You just put like a Lawrence Taylor figurine like in the back of a truck, right in front and of you, our building. And you think like a puppy with a big bone? I would just go chasing after it. <laughs> you would voluntarily. You, you'd get in and shut the door after yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh look, Lawrence! What are you doing here? You, you guys, you think so low of me. All and we have that, to do is change our voice. Hey, and then you're gonna you poison me? No, not poison. Drug you. Po- Poison, drug, whatever. I'm not trying to kill you. I'm just trying to knock you out. So you want to knock me out, tie me up, take me somewhere, and and then all of a sudden I wake up and I'm in darkness for four days? Yes. That's a horror movie is what that is. No, it's great. You come back, you're enlightened. Or you know what you do? In that truck, the trap that we're setting, you just put the instructions on how Dave can navigate YouTube TV for the NFL ticket. He's he's either enlightened or he's lighter because he sawed off a limb. He'd crawl right in there. How would I know what's going on in the world of sports? Free instructions. We just have someone call him and say he's won a free, all exclusive, all you know, paid trip to see Lawrence Taylor somewhere, and he on a plane in a second. You guys think so awful of me. You guys are all going to see Lawrence Taylor, huh? <laughs> You're also on, <laughs> on the Lawrence Taylor trip. Did you also go into the truck? <laughs> I mean, Rick, I expected from Raymond, maybe a little too. RJ, I thought you'd be on my side here. You made me park your car. I didn't make you. I I was in a panic mode. One in RJ. The valet. one 800 We need to break, otherwise I get yelled at. <laughs> and I'm trying, and you're trampling me. <laughs> I need to break. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You're not just going to kind of be on ESPN Plus tonight, which is a big deal in its own right, but you're going to be on the big ESPN tonight, aren't you? Big ESPN tonight. So 6.30 to 7 is the point. I think that's on ESPN 2, and then 9 o'clock tonight on ESPN. Game starts at 9? Blues Devils. <laughs> For my own enjoyment. Game yeah. starts at 9. Right. Ends at what time? Uh, probably like 11.30, 11, 11, whatever. A little, little post-game somewhere? Uh, there's probably a post-game sprinkled in there. So yeah. you get out of Bristol at what time? Uh, probably around midnight-ish. Midnight home by 2? Uh, more like 2.30-ish. 2.30. Do you go to sleep? Um, Probably not, no. Nice. <laughs> How could I? By the time I got to get undressed, I got to wind down. Right, because getting undressed takes, I mean, 15, 20, 25 minutes. I'll probably take a shower. I got to sprinkle in a shower, no? I think so. I think after a full day on the road working, you need a shower. Yeah, absolutely. And then I'll turn the microphone on and it'll just be me and you. Me and you. Tomorrow Let's morning. Go! Tomorrow's our, you think tomorrow might be a little sad? It's our a football list Friday? Um, there's, it's no, going- there's no frenzy tomorrow? No frenzy. I mean, NBA is an all-star break. That's my favorite kind of shows, though. Favorite you know, we didn't we didn't discuss also, and Santiago just pointed it out to me. Do you know what we do on the show? No. What do we do we, on the show, We Dave? facilitate greatness on the show. We, we have, what, four or five regular guests that we adore on the show. One of them, stolen, it looks like, by the Denver Broncos. Defensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator. So will you now root for the Broncos? Uh, no, guy. no, no. Even though our buddy is going to be the D coordinator, I'll root for him. 
Well, so so what do you want them to have? Have a great defense and Russell Wilson to continue to stink? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need as many teams in the AFC to be bad. You know, I'm jealous that I never had a quarterback like you. Well, what's the difference? If if the Chiefs are bad or the Broncos are bad, like you just need some teams to be bad. I need some teams to be bad. The Chiefs aren't going to be bad, though. I understand if you went to Buffalo as the D coordinator, you said you can't root for for him there. But Denver, what do you care about Denver? Oh, I'm kind of mad he's leaving. Awful. Mad he's leaving us? Yeah. Uh, RJ, did he even did he reach out and say I'm going to uh, I'm not going to be back with you guys for next football season? No, we said our goodbye on the air, and then we got done here um, with him behind the scenes. He said, "Rex, you know, thanks for everything. Great, okay, have a great off season. See you later." And we found out just like everyone else. He didn't he didn't lead you on at all and saying like, "Listen, there's a chance I'm going to take a job." Nothing like that. No, but to be fair, I guess Sean Payton was still a little up in the air. And let's be honest about what that is. If he plays his cards right, would you be would you be shocked if his name is in circulation for head coaching job in like a couple of years? If that, I mean, that Broncos defense is ready to roll. Oh, they're good anyway. I, I actually thought he was done because he said a lot of stuff, which is kind of yeah. ruffled feathers that felt like he was not going to go back. You know what, Sean Payton, though. But here, here we, we are. ESPN now. ESPN's like the... Uh, we're the like breeding the, ground the breeding for, ground for uh, coaches, for coaches. coordinators, right? Orlovsky getting looks. Orlovsky getting looks. Saturday, Saturday had a job. job. Now Rex Ryan gets a job. At what point does Lewis Riddick get a job? And you guys think it's crazy that I want a job? I think you should get a job. I think so too. Where, what would the ideal job be for you? I'm actually kind of insulted. I haven't been called. Little, little, <laughs> of course you are. Little quality control action. You quality know, control. Yeah, see what I'm made of. You'd be the what's the guy for uh, Ernie Adams? Is that the guy for the for the Patriots? Bill, Bill's right-hand guy? Yeah. You yeah. could be the Ernie Adams of, of what team would you like to do that for? Oh, the Niners. The Niners. Uh, would you, would sure. you only work for the Niners? Yeah, yes. Sabres. You'd work for the Sabres. No, but I mean, for, yeah, I don't NFL. know. NFL. But I, yeah, I don't know if I'm calling. How about, sure how about the Yankees come calling? Would you go work for the Yankees? Yeah, probably. You would leave us for the Yankees. Would you really? I think so. What it's if the, the job was that you have to park the players' cars? It's the Yankees. <laughs> He's, you know what he says? I have experience. I, said, doing yeah. that. <laughs> I have tremendous, tremendous up against the clock. You know, what, experience. Dave. When, when your guy becomes the manager, Dave, he can he can hire one of us back here. He can hire all of us. Yeah. When he takes Booney's job, well, I don't want to. I don't want to push for that. But he's going to be a major league manager at some point down the road. Yeah, but that, that see that's the equivalent of me being like you know just the, the lowest level person associated with the team. Like Rick, if the I don't know if uh, if your boy comes calling in Philadelphia, said you, you maybe not Philadelphia, bad example, but let's just say you go somewhere else, you get to stand behind the bench. You're an assistant. You work the video. You you run the meetings. You going? Well, if I'm behind the bench, I'm not working the video. But yeah, I'm, I'm probably. Yeah. You'd, you see, everyone would leave. Raymond, what, what, what's your price? You'd leave too. It wouldn't take much. I'm the, I'm <laughs> see, I'm the only much. one committed to the show, and no. that's what makes it so sad. No, Giants, they make up a position where you just sit in the press box and just root for the team. You're gone. Gone. Yeah, of course. But that's, if that's, the, that's if it. If the Giants let you sit in the draft room one time, you would quit. No, I would not. If they said you have to quit the job, we'll let you sit in the draft room. Can I get rehired? No. no, see, the, you you even said it right there. You're trying to get rehired. You, but you, but made, no. you made the exact perfect job. You just said to Rick, anybody that offers a job to you, would you take it? Oh, yeah. Mine happens to be the most specific great job I could possibly ask for. That's not a specific job. You're just sitting in the draft room. They created it for me. That's all he wants. <laughs> That's all I'm looking for. Let's You're just trying not to work. No, I yeah, I don't want to work. Please. Says you, who barely works. Alan in Union County. Alan, good just morning. Say I barely I'm kidding. Work. That's what's the point. Alan, good morning. Uh, hey, I was just uh, calling to make a point about the Yankees, and um, as a Yankee fan, like my um, my expectations 
I just I just want a shortstop at the end of this year. I don't want to see IKF. He's horrible. And, you know, we didn't trade for Castillo because they were asking for a lot, Peraz or Volpe or both, which I get. But, like, one of them needs to, you know, show something. But, yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, I think the Yankees need they need one of these young guys to step up. I think that goes without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, biggest games of the season last year. I mean, IKF wasn't wasn't who they wanted to turn to. I mean, it they, tells you all you need to know. They benched him. Tells you all you need to know. Yeah, and, and the thing is Donaldson too, and you're so locked into the Donaldson contract. Yeah, right now you got. I mean, you got shortstop, third base, and left field. That's you know, if you had one position, you could say we'll figure it out. To go into a season and look at three positions and have uncertainty is a lot. It's a lot. I mean, it's, and again, I think at a certain point, like those young kids need to be given some runway to try to seize the position and run with it. Like, at some, I get, at like some you're point, you just now. have to rip the bandaid off and say, you know what, yeah. Volpe, or you're my, you're my shortstop, and it doesn't, I don't care if you go one for 39, you're my shortstop. Right. Like, I think if you, if you think the kid is mentally prepared to go through the, the ups and downs of a major league season, because there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. And he can find his way through it. Yeah. Because I'm sick and tired of hearing all these guys that you can't trade or untradeable. And then you finally get a chance to see them play. And you're like, really? Uh, this guy was untouchable? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Does it feel like... I know the Mets used to do this also. But it, it feels like the Yankees are so unwilling. Like the Mets would, would hype them up and then bring them up. And they wouldn't be as good as you thought they were going to be. But the Yankees refuse to trade them. Which to me seems, I don't know. I mean, like Luis Castillo, you know what he is. You know he's a star pitcher in the prime of his career. You don't know what Cabrera or Volpe or Peraza are actually going to be. No. Well, you got to find out at some point, though. Yeah, I I agree. All right. Uh, Raymond, three stars. Today's three stars. Number three. I'm just throwing this one in there because Rick tried to tell a story. I was reading the story about this Irishman that was killed by a vicious chicken. And, you know, you let us on, you let us on. I'm not going to play the drop, but you can listen to it in the podcast. It's a real story. It's, it's the post. Listen, it's a real story, but you you were leading it to a certain place. <laughs> and and it, it was clearly your plan all along, and I applaud you. I was That was well done. I appreciate it. Lucky shot, whatever. Chickens I appreciate you thinking day. that. I, was I played sorry. right into your trap, too. It was like a game of chess. <laughs> and I moved my queen into a very bad spot. Number two. Oh, the hot new trend on this show? Making up the places that you're calling from. Bob is calling from Patina. Patina is a nice little town in Italy. Wait, you're oh, in Italy right about now? An hour from Amalfi. No, I'm actually in a place in New Jersey that we named our piece of land in New Jersey. That's Thanks, garbage. Bob. That is garbage. You can't you. do that. <laughs> Thank you, Bob and Patina. Look at what you've started. Jared in Bangkok. Jared, are you really calling from Bangkok? No, that's what I call my house. <laughs> See, Jared clever. Bob, so ridiculous. Good. Number one. The show doesn't even happen today if not for this man. RJ the valet. RJ the valet saving Dave, parking his very luxur- luxurious automobile. Thank you, RJ. Thank you, RJ. we'd be lost without yeah, you. Yeah, now go run to the garage and pick it up. Yeah, home, do me you? a favor. I'm going to grab a coffee if you could get it back in front quickly <laughs> and clean, too. It's rule 76. No excuses. Play like a champion. It's DPH or Rothenberg. And Let's go Rangers. On 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPH Rowan Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.